check, check, one, two, three. <laughs> Why do we get a third good stand? Why do we always buy twos? Damn it. Getting set up again sucks. The FDA just... No. What's going on, everybody? Today's episode, new piece of legislation, premium cigars no longer fall under the deeming rule. Let's go, FDA ruling regulated... You government! <laughs> Coming up next on The Burndown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of yeah, The yeah. Burn Down. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Dapper Cigar. This gentleman is Eric, Yo. a.k.a. Brother Cigar, a.k.a. Slick Rick, a.k.a. DJ EJ, a.k.a. your mother's favorite DJ. Damn, great introduction. Love that. Big, big win. Big win for the cigar big industry Big win today. for the cigar industry. Let's go. Premium cigars are no longer falling under the deeming rule. We'll talk about that, what that actually means. Yes, um, and then we'll talk about what it means for cigar future, but... If you're new to this channel, please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell to be notified every single time we drop a new video. Yes, sir. Check out the website, burnoutpodcast.com. Become a member. It's $5 a month. You get exclusive discounts. You get entered into giveaways. We give away cigars, spirits, accessories, and more. Check out our merchandise as well. I'm rocking a t-shirt. He's rocking a polo. We got colors, lighters, ashtrays. We also have our cigar, the blueprint. It's a beautiful thing. I'm trying to find the article. That's Okay, so... We're actually not smoking blueprints today. We're doing a little bit of Lancero love today. Yeah, we're doing a quick episode today because we have a uh, a guest interview in about a half hour. So we wanted to uh, make a quick one and talk about talk about this great piece of legislation and this great W, aka a nice big fat win for the cigar industry because it's about time we took a W home. You know, I love it, man. We've been taking a couple L's here on the I chin. Love it. It's I think it might be the first piece of legislation that is a big. W for the cigar industry, um, but while Eric finds the article in, in you know more in particular the <laughs> article in, in in of of conversation, yes, sir. the article of importance. I'm going to let you guys know what the rule was prior to this article. Okay, so yeah. the rule was they had something called the deeming rule, and the deeming rule meant that premium cigars fell under the umbrella of all tobacco products. So they basically deemed premium cigars uh, the same as non-premium cigars, the backwoods, the gas station cigars, you know, the Swisher Sweets, all that, and cigarettes and other smoking products. So they just deemed them all the same. So we got regulated the same as cigarettes and non-premium cigars, which we all know premium cigars are not the same as cigarettes, okay? That's it. Um, and go. one piece of uh, interesting fact that we came to learn from Joshua Haberski is that cigars, premium cigars, so a premium cigar is hand-rolled, 100% premium tobacco. They are not like pencil-shaving tobacco. They are not the, the trimming tobacco. They are not the, the machine-made tobaccos. These are 100% premium hand-rolled cigars, okay, 100% tobacco. Those only account for less than half a percent of all the tobacco sales in the country, okay? So 99.5% over that of tobacco sales do not come from premium cigars. No, sir. So why 
did it take so long for them to say, oh, maybe premium cigars are not the same as the rest of them? I mean, <laughs> you know, the smart judge of this uh, piece of legislation, you know, took a look at the evidence and was like, yo, there's plenty of evidence backing what the cigar industry is saying. And you took none of this in consideration. Mm-hmm. You kind of just did your own thing because you think you have all this power and you didn't take one piece of any of documents, studies, nothing that they brought to the table seriously. And I'm going to rule against you. So I was looking for the particular article because our boy, Matthias Clock, uh, who has his own website, Fine Tobacco NYC, wrote a good article about it. So it's, you know, as we've been saying, the federal court rules in favor of premium cigars exempts them from FDA regulation. And we've talked about this judge before, Judge Meta. Judge Meta. Judge Meta. Remember we talked about him previously? Yeah. What was that guy. last time? That we it was talked- like the cigar. It was like when we did the cigar studies. Uh, oh, when he was saying that they basically neglected all of the information. Yeah. Like they brought this information saying, hey, cigars are, are X. And they were like, nah, fuck that. They're and Y. He, and he was like, you know, <laughs> go back. Uh, the, telling the FDA like, no, we're not done on this ruling yet. They're going to go. The cigar industry is going to go back, provide additional documentation and studies. And we're going to look at this again. And that was this time. So uh, a significant decision was handed down by the U.S. District Judge Amit P. Mehta, who ruled, Mehta. Who ruled uh, the FDA must exempt premium cigars from tobacco regulations that were in, implemented in 2016. The conclusion marks an important victory for the industry following nearly seven years of legal disputes. So in 2016, they deemed, they, they said that that deeming rule came about in 2016. Yeah, so the challenge was led and funded by Cigar Rights of wow. America. Shout out to the CRA. Wow. Which argued against the inclusion of premium cigars in the FDA's 2016 deeming rule. The CRA contended that this inclusion was misguided and lacked a solid uh, scientific foundation, which we talked about. During the court appearance of May 23, 2022, CRA argued that the FDA had failed to present valid public health rational uh, rationale and had improperly dismissed a prior option to exempt premium cigars from this category kind of like what i was just saying see it's about freaking time that somebody just thought logical about you know a scenario about the situation they had all this evidence presented and the judge looked at the evidence and said you know what there's nothing in here that says that cigars you know, should be regulated the way that you guys are regulating them. There's nothing in here that says cigars are the same as the cigarettes and other tobacco products. There's nothing in here that says they should be deemed so. So I'm just going to rule against you guys. Because you guys are a bunch of ignorant a-holes. You know, it, like, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, you sit, you look at it, you go, okay, all right, that seems to be, you know, what it is. I'm going to rule it what it is, not look at this and say, you know what? I don't think, I, I, I feel this way, but this is what the evidence says. Ah, fuck the evidence. I'm going to go with this. You know it's, what I'm saying? He it's just been a long at, time coming, man. Yeah, he just thought logical about it. You know? you know, we did enough episodes. We did enough talking points about why cigars, and we've had enough people on this saying why cigars are not the same as anything else. You know, we keep beating a dead horse here, but it's not. This is a premium product. There's really one, two ingredients in here, natural tobacco that comes from the earth, you know, and the vegetable glue that keeps the uh, the band yeah. on the cigar. You know what? And I'm I'm gonna steal something from um, a guest that actually, th- yeah, I guess that by the time this episode comes out, the, they'll know what the guest is. I'm gonna steal something from our Michael Herklotz interview, right? So Michael Herklotz had said 
there's so many, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he said there's so many uh, people uh, that will argue that cigars are physically bad for you, right? Arguably, mm-hmm. okay? There's a lot of science that we've gone through that said that cigars are actually good for your health, your physical health, um, or or don't have, I want to say good for, but that don't have a significant health risk associated with them, right? But there's other people that will argue against that. He said, regardless of that, take the physical thing out of it. He goes, these may be arguably bad for you physically, but they are so good for your soul. And mentally. You know what he says? He goes, they they might be he goes, they might be arguably bad for you physically, but they are so good for you mentally. They're good for your soul. They really keep your mental health in check. And I go, Thank you. Yeah. Okay. And then I said, arguably bad for your health. Okay, because we you know, we can go back and forth on that, but the mental aspect. Arguably meaning because it's not some you know, for the most part, most cigar people aren't smoking this every single day to, you know, there's other people out there. There are people out there that smoke cigars two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times a day. But that's very, that's an anomaly out of the, the population of cigar smokers. And even then, he actually brought up another thing too, saying that there, there's, when it came to the cigarettes, right? He goes, when cigarettes, the reason why they've, they've put such these, these, put such restrictions on cigarettes was because there was a nationwide problem yeah. of, cigarettes causing all of these cancers and diseases. So they needed to put something on. Sure. He goes, there aren't, there isn't a nationwide problem. Show me where it's at. Of cigars causing X, Y, and Z. He's like, so why? Show me where it's at. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, no, that's a hundred, that's that's right. He goes, maybe we don't need it because there isn't a a nationwide problem. problem. There's no problem. People aren't dying of cigars. Yeah, he goes, I haven't, all my friends, he goes, I've had, close friends that are no longer with us not that smoke cigars every single day and they didn't die from a smoking caused illness so it's it's it just feels you know it feels like david and goliath almost feels like we won it feels like we won it feels like we finally got a big w and i you know i'm hoping this will help uh, in the future regarding taxation for cigars. You know, I'm yes. praying that in, at least in New York, the taxation for cigars goes down from 75 to hopefully zero. Well, let you know, me, one can dream. But. Let me ask you this. Do you think, okay, so now that it's no longer under the deeming rule, okay, do you think that they're just going to come out and say, all right, well, you said that now we have to come up with our own definition of premium cigars, and we're just going to call premium cigars exactly what we had before. They're just no longer under the deeming rule. Do you think they're going to try to pull one of those moves? Do you get what I'm saying? Um, like, let's say before, okay, the deeming rule, it's a smoking product that contains tobacco and nicotine. Yeah. Okay, and now they said, no, you can no longer deem that. You have to come up with its own definition. So they're going to say, okay, it's premium tobacco with nicotine that's smoking. Done. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess they could try you know, be slick and pull a fast one. Do you think Meta's going to let that slide? But I don't know if Meta's going to let that slide. <laughs> yeah. I think the cigar industry, the Cigar Rights of America, you know, they have a lot of momentum right now with a lot of good studies and cases for premium cigars. So I think if – and I don't think the FDA even – if I remember correctly from talking to Michael, he was saying the FDA didn't even want tobacco. That was what the – Yes, a, a, yeah. You know, that's what the ATF is for. Yes. ATF kind of just passed tobacco on to the FDA and they're like, fuck it. We don't want to deal with this headache. Just fucking – just, so that's why just generalize there. everything and, and, yep. and call it a day. Who gives a fuck? 
that's not Who the gives case a flying fuck? So I, I would I would like to think if the FDA wants to put this to bed, wants to stop with the headaches, you know, because cigarettes aren't going anywhere. Cigarettes are cigarettes. There's always going to be restrictions and, and age limits and terrible things that happen to you. And that's what they can do with that. But if you want to keep your head leveled, you want to get rid of this headache of tobacco and the FDA, I think they would try to compromise a little bit and come up together where the Cigar Rights of America, all the other cigar lobbyist groups would come together and say, yeah, you know what? We're okay with that. Now let's move on and continue business. Because as you know, Michael was saying, it restricted a lot for the cigar industry because it restricted a lot of you know um, creativity. Yes. You know, like when we made our cigar, I was like, fuck, man. We might be like leading into a, a dark tunnel here and not knowing what the other side is going to come out because we don't know where it's going to land. But now that this ruling has been um, rejected from uh, the FDA, it opens up the cigar industry to being creative again, having a little more optimism. And uh, I would like to think that the FDA won't pull a slick one. I think they want to. I hope so. I minimize hope so. the headache and just move on with it and, and focus on the real issues at hand. You know, like. You know, Hawaii burning and us giving more money to Ukraine. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even fucking start. You know, get on the real issues like that shit. Don't even get me started with that. <laughs> it's not wild. No, no, that's yeah, wild. It is wild. It is wild. I mean, what was the – was it a big difference? I saw that I saw that it was a, a difference, but was it like an order of magnitude difference? Like was it one billion versus one million? Or? No, I don't know. I don't even know. If, I don't even – I don't even – I just know that people were really upset because – Hawaii is burning and there's very minimal or no like nest emergency. I'm sure there's emergency phones going to there to help them out. But like, it's just, oh, you know what? The president asked the Congress for more money for Ukraine at the same time as Hawaii. Uh, and it's like, why are you worrying about other countries when our country's fucking you burning? Know, you know, it's something interesting too. And, and I got a friend out in Hawaii and she, luckily she's okay. So that's good. God that's bless. good. Now, you know, maybe this is. I don't want this to come like sound to come off sounding. Here we go. I don't know what you're gonna say, but I'm excited. I don't want it to come off sounding, um, for lack of a better, like elementary or stupid, for lack of a better term. Okay. Okay. But my wife and I were watching the, th- the news, right? And this guy says, "You know what's happened in Hawaii is horrible." Okay, that's that's it sucks. Uh, it literally looks apocalyptic. Oh yeah. The scene right now. But one of the guys said, she asked, you know, how did you try putting out the fire? And this, he goes, we ran out of water. And we're sitting there. And my wife goes, don't they live on a fucking uh-huh. island? And I go, yeah, they're surrounded by trillions of gallons of water. My only thing. So, so, so I'm like, okay, you know, that just seems like a very easy solution maybe there's a reason why you can't use salt water like you can't use that was, my, that was my, maybe because there's salt in right the water. so i'm like know. okay so i googled it oh i was just gonna say can i should i google it so i googled it and i said can you use salt uh, ocean water to put out fires and it says yes you can uh the only problem is that the salt and the minerals that are in the, will corrode some of the like pumps and and the systems that use to pump it uh. out and i go okay but if your entire fucking island's burning don't you think that that's like, you know, all right, either I either I put out the entire fucking fire or I, you know, have corroded pipes. Like now, uh, granted, I don't know, you know, like how quickly can you just throw a hose in the in the water and just suck the water out? Like I don't know. I'd imagine that that's how they put out fires like on oil you tankers and stuff. Now that you say that, but you I'm know, like I when I went camping, I had a water bottle 
that you can literally pour, put it in any body of water, you know, like in a in a in a lake, and it filters out all the, you know, necessary gunk, unnecessary yeah, gunk. Yeah, like and a life shit. life straw. You know, it yeah. and it, it takes out all the gunk and shit. Is there not a system where you can't hook up? You know, a hose to the salt water, and it, right. fil- it filters out the salt, and just gives you fresh water. Is that is that not available? Is well, that not real? That's what I'm saying. Like again, and I didn't want to come off like you know, maybe I, maybe there's somebody out there is smarter than I am that's going to say can't do that, blah blah blah. But yeah, I'm let, sitting let there thinking, um, can't you just like if if you live on an island? It, there's we're in the 21st century. There's got to be some system where you can. There's a fucking hose sucking out the water from way like a pipe that goes way out in the ocean can suck the water and then. I get. I bet you this. I you know, guarantee you, when this is all said and done, there will be a new system. Like that why? Does the, because the, I imagine that that's how they put out fires on oil tankers. They don't use fresh water. They pump water in from the ocean and fucking right. Yeah, that's a good point. So why couldn't they? <sighs> it's something that we don't know. They not. said we ran out of water. What does that mean that you ran out of water? Yeah, it's a great question. Hopefully, someone can give us an answer. I you know. ran out of water. And I want to know how it started because they're still like, we don't know how it started. I love Hawaii. I've been there twice. There was an like my... electrical line that fell down or something. And the, and the guys were saying, you got to turn the electric off. And the power lines, the power company didn't turn the electric off. Good job. But like, how does something like that start? Imagine like you were getting married and book your honeymoon to, to fucking Hawaii. And, and isn't isn't Hawaii um, like a very lush and humid and not like a wildfire in the middle of the yeah. Dry desert somewhere in the middle of California where it's drought. It's in Hawaii. Don't they get like tons of rain and shit? I think so. I mean, it rained a lot. When so I how does there. that start? I don't know. I don't know. And please tell like tell me if you know the answer to this. I'm just asking. Help me. I'm asking questions. Yeah. How did it start? Because isn't it like super humid and wet and rainy and not dry? And why can't you use salt water to? Why can't you pump that shit out there and? I guess we will only find out in a matter of time. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Oh, it's like that's the. I feel like that's a very straightforward, logical question. Well, Hawaii's burning. The FDA loses. Cigar industry's winning. That's what it is. And again, though, I don't want that to sound. You know, I don't want that to sound. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but sound like I'm I'm disregarding the fact that all of Hawaii is like not all of Hawaii, but that. They're they're completely burned down and like or ignorant. Or yeah, maybe I don't want it to sound ignorant, right, mm-hmm. or sound like you know I'm being an asshole. But it's just a valid question. No, I'm sure people in Hawaii have questions of how people how things happen in New York. It's like yeah, you know, it's just a, it's just a a lo- geographical and cultural type of thing that we are not too familiar on. So that's it. What are you googling? The ocean water thing. <laughs> Yes, salt water can be used to put out wildfires. However, salt water can harm plant life. Some species are sensitive to salinity levels. Thus, using salt water may not be a wise first choice in firefighting methods. First choice. (laughs) But. Desperate times call for desperate measures? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Maybe I should ask my friend. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Sounds kind of (laughs) cool. So. That's going to do it yes. today. This is probably the quickest episode. We just want to get on here, talk about the FDA real quick. 20 minutes. Taking the big L, the cigar industry getting the big W. Yeah, big F for the FDA. Yeah. Big W for, for the, the P- For the PCA. Hey. Hey. 
Let's go. Kind of. Not kind of, sort of. If you like this episode, hit that like button, hit the subscribe <laughs> button, hit the bell. Be sure to check out our website, burnoutpodcast.com. Become a member. Check out the merch. Um, that's going to do it for us. We hope you enjoyed that. Like my shirt says. Cheers. Chin chin. Salute, my friends. Thanks, boys and girls. Thank you.